Welcome. Today on this podcast, we dive into the life of the mysterious man named Ted Bundy and the events in his life that led up to the making of one of the world's most notorious serial killers. When trying to understand serial killers like Bundy, it is important to take a look into their past and childhoods so we can figure out why they committed the crimes they did. When we take a look into the childhood of Ted Bundy and the years leading up to his first crimes, we can find a lot of evidence behind how and why he became one of today's most notorious serial killers. To truly understand the motives behind this heartless killer, we must take a deep look at the events in his life that made Ted Bundy who he was. It all began with the birth of Theodore Robert Cowell, today known as Ted Bundy. Ted was born at a home for unwed mothers in Burlington, Vermont, on November 24, 1946. Ted was born to Eleanor Louise Cowell, who at first considered placing him up for adoption, but her father, Sam Cowell, wanted the baby to join the family in Philadelphia. It was here that Ted started thinking Louise was his sister, not his mother. The fact that Ted's future victims were all females may have something to do with his hatred for his mother. Ted was embarrassed to be an illegitimate child, which was one of the reasons he carried so much resentment towards Louise. The identity of Ted's real father was never confirmed. Growing up, Ted's grandmother suffered from depression and angoraphobia, which is the fear of crowded places, and his grandfather had a raging temper. His grandfather's violent acts affected everyone from the cats and dogs to his employees and family members. Some Bundy experts have theorized that he was born as a result of Louise being raped by her father, even though she said she'd been seduced and abandoned by a war veteran. Ted might have experienced physical or psychological abuse from his grandfather, even though Ted claimed they had a good relationship. At a very young age, Ted started having some disturbing behaviors. One night when he was a toddler, his aunt woke up to find him placing knives near her. She said, I remember thinking at the time that I was the only one who thought it was strange. Nobody did anything. Dr. Dorothy Lewis said that these actions normally occur only in seriously traumatized children who have either themselves been victims of extraordinary abuse or who have witnessed extreme violence amongst family members. This evidence shows that Ted was either a victim of abuse himself or witnessed another family member being abused, with all the evidence pointing to his grandfather as the abuser. At the young age of three years old, Ted and his mother moved to Tacoma, Washington. His mother didn't want anyone to know about Ted's illegitimacy, so she gave him the last name of Nelson. Ted did not enjoy the move, and he missed Philadelphia. He became even more upset when his mother met and got involved with Johnny Bundy, an army hospital cook. Johnny and his mother got married in 1951. Jealous of his mother's new relationship, Bundy had a deliberate public tantrum at Sears. He wet his pants in part of the display. Ted had many more outbursts like this one, but it did not keep Louise's new husband from adopting Ted and giving him the last name that would become notorious many years later. He and his stepfather's relationship was always very tense. When Ted Bundy entered public school, he didn't fit in well with his classmates. Growing up, he only had a few good friends. Friends of Bundy said he liked to scare people and once would hit them over the head with a stick. One friend of Bundy's remembered how he enjoyed digging holes in the ground, putting snakes inside, and then covering them up with dirt. A fascination with killing or hurting animals is a common trait amongst many serial killers. This condition is known as zoocidism. Zoocidism is the pleasure derived from cruelty to animals. This is another telltale sign in Ted's childhood of how and why he became a serial killer. In Ted's teen years, he began to break the law. He liked to ski but could not afford equipment, so he stole some skis. He also began forging lift tickets in order to ski the slopes for free. 
Ted also attempted car theft, but received a warning as punishment. One of the most disturbing parts about Ted's criminal tendencies is when he became a peeping Tom and would spy on strangers. This kind of crime is often a precursor for sexual violence, which is seen in the later years of Bundy's life. One of the biggest reasons Ted Bundy claims he started killing was his fascination with pornography. As a young boy, he would look through his neighbor's dumpster to find pornographic magazines and soon became addicted to it. As he got older, the kind of pornography Ted enjoyed became more and more violent. As happens with many addictions, Ted needed something more. He needed a bigger fix than he could get from the magazines. One day, something inside him snapped, and he needed to act out on this desire. This led him to begin raping and killing young women. In an interview just hours before Bundy was put to death, he explains the correlation between his addiction with violent pornography and his gruesome crimes. This audio clip is proof from Ted himself of why he was driven to commit such gruesome murders. Bundy's victims were all white, young, attractive females. They were all around the ages of 18 to 21. Ted admitted to killing 36 women, but it is believed to be actually closer to 100 women. These killings took place in the 1970s, a time when hitching a ride from a stranger was much more common than today. He often lured his victims into his car by pretending to be injured and asking for their help which in turn led to their murders. He often raped his victims before beating or strangling them to death. 
Ted kept a few of his victims' skulls as trophies, which he never admitted to until his last 48 hours on death row. Ted Bundy was finally caught in Florida in 1975 because he was pulled over by the police. They searched his vehicle and uncovered many burglary tools, a crowbar, a face mask, rope, and handcuffs. He was arrested for the possession of these tools, but the police began to link him to much worse crimes. In 1975, Ted was arrested for the kidnapping of Carol Durange, who was one of the few women to escape him. He was convicted and received a 1-15 to year jail sentence. When all evidence pointed to him, Ted later confessed to the killings of 36 women. On January 24, 1989, Ted Bundy was executed by electric chair. It is important that we study the behaviors and tendencies of past serial killers to look out for those telltale signs in the people around us. Hopefully this way, we can prevent killings such as those of Bundy from occurring in the future.